I want you to think about a deathbed confession. What's the worst thing you can imagine? Maybe your dad had a mistress or a secret second family. You know the usual. Maybe he was into furries and you accidentally found out. No harm. It's just something you don't really want your extended family to know about. Maybe he was part of a secret society like Salakau or the Illuminati or the Freemasons, which is not so secret anymore. You know, these are someone's last moments, someone's last chance to be genuine. What if, what if on his deathbed, while he was dying of heart failure, you have a conversation? You talk about how he killed your mom. He killed her in the suite of the Hilton Hotel Singapore. He murdered her, chopped her up, and then stored her body in a trunk, where it still is, kept in Karen Hill Court in a unit on the eighth floor. And he wants you to get rid of her body, so he can take this filthy secret to the grave. And. The rumor is that he killed her so brutally that she couldn't leave, that her spirit still haunts not just the apartment, no, but the whole level in Karen Hill Court. And it was apparently so well known that they couldn't rent any units on the floor. Locals didn't want to rent it. I mean, I wouldn't. And when expats moved in, they would move out pretty quick. And you know how. Domestic helpers, nannies, who are so important in Singapore, they all had their little social circles, right? And none of them, none of them would work for you if you lived on the eighth floor of Karen Hill Court. Now, I'm sure that you, as a listener, you're like, "Oh no, I'll never stay in Karen Hill Court." But guess what? So Karen Hill Court has been demolished, and I mean, if you can't rent or sell the entire eighth floor. It's kind of a waste of space, right? So I checked the maps, and I think Karen Hill Court has been replaced with Karen Hill Crest today. Hi, I'm Teddy, and welcome to a briefcase. Today we're covering the murder of Linda Cully, the wife of Michael Charles Cully, who was killed in a suite in the Hilton and hidden in a trunk until his secret was revealed. This case starts in January 1974. So let's start with the Cully family. Michael Cully was a British citizen, and he was 47. And his wife was from Thailand, and her name was Linda Cully. Together, they had a 14-year-old son, Charles Cully. So Michael was an exec with an unnamed refrigeration and aircon firm. So it was like the Singaporean branch of an American company, and he was probably quite high-ranking, because for the first four months that they were in Singapore, they were in a suite in the Hilton Hotel, and I just checked like their cheapest suites. So there's a king one bedroom suite, which is about six hundred and seven a night today, and I'm pretty sure that they didn't get the one bedroom suite. Now the relationship between Linda and Michael it isn't good. 
According to their son Charles, they always fought. Like one incident that he remembered was that before he was born, his dad accidentally sprayed some insecticide on his mom and then his mom knifed his dad in the arm. So, well, they fought a lot. And remember, this was pre-internet, so Linda would have felt pretty alone. She's left Thailand. She was living in a hotel. No family, no friends yet. So this made the situation much, much worse. And on top of that, allegedly, Linda hated Michael's secretary. Alright, so you're thinking, is this a stereotype? So she was a European woman, the secretary. And according to Charles, he really couldn't figure out why his mom hated her. Like, he, he's quoted as saying, as the secretary did not have much beauty, end quote. So maybe she shouldn't have been threatened. And we don't know if there was anything going on with Michael and his secretary, but that's such a stereotype, right? But Linda, she actually demanded that he fire the secretary. And Michael was like, no. So this was something that the couple fought a lot about before the murder. Now, because this is such an old case, the details are extremely vague, and there's a good write-up on it by Vanessa Cruz on her blog, Cultivating Family. Alright, so I guess it's a little bit far removed, but apparently she stayed in the same condo, Karen Hill Court, before it was demolished. Other than that, it's just a couple of newspaper clippings here and there. I mean, we don't even know what exactly happened and on what day this happened, but this is how it went. At 7am, Charles leaves the hotel and he goes to school. Sometime after that, Michael and Linda, they have a fight. And Michael kills Linda. And we don't know how. We don't know if she's dead when the next part happens, but he dismembers her. And we don't discuss this enough, but it takes a lot of effort to dismember someone. Michael cuts Linda into 13 pieces and even burns off her fingerprints. We think that he did this with an axe and a number of saws because Charles, he actually finds these tools later on and there's no reason why his dad, a typical operations exec, needs these tools. And I mean, how suspicious is it that you're going up to your hotel room with an axe and like saws, right? Okay, and Linda, she was cut into 13 pieces. And these 13 pieces were kept in four plastic packages. And these four packages were placed into a blue wooden box. And the box was put into a metal trunk. The trunk itself was 1.25 by 0.67 meters. So not a small box, but also not a big box. And then the trunk was sealed with tar and fiberglass. So now, this isn't really... A deathbed confession because later that day when Charles comes home, his dad reveals what happened. Verbatim, his dad said, Son, I have killed your mother. Her body is in there. I couldn't help it. I couldn't stand her anymore. Yes. Yeah. I think a better thing to do would have been to divorce her, but not what Michael did. And the thing is that it looked like Charles was so conflicted. His dad did a horrible, disgusting thing, but he was still his dad. And if he told the police in Singapore at that time, there was going to be a mandatory death sentence. 
So even though his dad did this horrible thing, he didn't. The family moved from the Hilton Hotel to 34E Karen Hill Court, which is a unit on the 8th floor. So this unit was rented for about 3000 a month, which with inflation today is about 8000 a month. Father and son, they bring the body along with them and they didn't live alone. They had two helpers, Mary Go, who was 15, and her sister, Shirley Go. Alright, and when one of the girls asked, Michael, where's your wife? He just said that they were divorced and that she had left, which isn't too unusual, right? But there was one suspicious thing, okay, which was the smell. They couldn't hide the smell. We talk so much about how the stench of death cannot be hidden. So the two girls, they couldn't find the source of the smell. They actually thought that it was from the rubbish chute and they kept flushing water down the chute, but it didn't do anything. And apparently the Kalis even had a dog and the dog kept sniffing the trunk and everything but they just thought that the trunk was old clothes or winter clothes, you know, just storage. About two years go by and Michael is on a trip to Melbourne, Australia. So Michael ends up having a heart attack and Charles rushes to see him before he dies. His last wish was that Charles either throw the body into the sea or get rid of it by dumping it in a warehouse. So Michael, horrible husband Michael, could bring his disgusting secret to the grave. After that, Charles was supposed to go back to England. Now, according to the newspapers, Charles actually considered this. I mean, it is a dying man's last wish. Alright, but seriously, this is a lot for a 16-year-old boy and he ends up telling one of his friends about it and his friend was like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Because I guess one other thing is that you could end up getting caught with the dead body of your mom and not really be able to explain it and you could end up essentially covering up a murder. So his friend advises him to get a lawyer and tell the police. So Michael, he ends up hiring David Marshall as his lawyer. He, he flies back to Singapore, reveals all of this to the police. The police investigate, they find the body, everything corroborates. And finally, Linda Kali was put to rest. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Briefcase. Happy Chinese New Year to all you listeners out there, and may your angpaos be filled with <laughs> Here's something that I found out while researching this case. So apparently, if someone was killed in a hotel room, the hotel will actually conduct prayers to cleanse the rooms, especially during Hungry Ghost Month. And sometimes there's even an altar in the hotel, like in the basement or in like a discreet office, you know, to keep things clean. I thought that was very interesting. So anyway, if you found this case interesting, share it with your friends and follow us on Instagram at a briefcase podcast. You can always drop me recommendations and you can always find us online at abriefcasepodcast.com. And do join us next week for another brief case. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever 
is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.